1: Today we'll be reading the last five psalms, Psalms 146-150. Let's say a word about these five psalms. There's certainly no problem deriving the theme. The word praise is found in these five psalms 40 times. Ancient Jews knew these five psalms as a group which they called the praise collection. Authorship of these is not known with any certainty. Remotely possible that it could have been David, but probably not. Some scholars have attributed 147 and 148 to Haggai and Zechariah, though there's no solid evidence to do so. However, 147 definitely appears to have been penned after the return of the exiles to Jerusalem for Babylonian captivity. That uh, return of the exiles occurred in 535 B.C. And then 148 seems to tag along with 147. Perhaps all five of these psalms were written after the return of the exiles, Enough of the technicalities though. Let's just sit back and enjoy five light reading psalms that provide great words for modern day praise courses. Psalm one hundred and forty six deals with the question who are you gonna trust? Verse one. Praise ye the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live will I praise the Lord, I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth for ever, which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry, The Lord looseth the prisoners, the Lord openeth the eyes of the blind, the Lord raiseth them that are bowed down, the Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers, he relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations, praise ye the Lord. Now when you're down, who you gonna trust? Well let's hit it from a different perspective. Let's say who not to trust in. Look at verse 3. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. God is solid, though. Dependable help. Man is not. An outline of this psalm may be seen as follows. A call to praise in verses 1 through 5. Because of the greatness of God in verse 6. And then we see the graciousness of God in verses 7 through 10. In Psalm 147, we have the theme of, we're just happy to be home, verse 1. "'Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, he gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart, and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars, he calleth them all by their names.' Great is our Lord, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. He giveth to the beast his food, and to the young ravens which cry. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse." He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, and those that hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem! Praise thy God, O Zion! For he hath strengthened the bars of thy gates, he hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the finest of the wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, his word runneth very swiftly." He giveth snow like wool, he scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. He casteth forth his eyes like morsels, who can stand before his cold. He sendeth out his word, and melteth them. He causeth his wind to blow, and the waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. Now, verse 2 is a dead giveaway on this one. It says, The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. Obviously, this is a reference to the fall of Jerusalem, which began in 605 B.C., with its final demise in 586 B.C., along with the return of the exiles to Jerusalem some 70 years later. Notice verse 11. It says, The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear Him, in those that hope in His mercy. The Hebrew word translated fear here means moral reverence. The last two verses in this passage reinforce the Old Testament covenants to Israel. Verse 19 says, He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. And then verse 20 says, He hath not dealt so with any nation. As for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. If you'd like more information on the covenants that are referenced here, Uh, Look at the article under the topic section of BibleTrack.org entitled, The Abrahamic Covenant, and then another one entitled, The Davidic Covenant. Or you can just go to the links on the written notes of today's reading and click on the links and see those articles. This psalm right here is divided into three stanzas. Stanza 1 is verses 1 through 6, a call to praise because of God's grace to Jerusalem and greatness in creation. Stanza number two is verses seven through eleven. Praise God because of his greatness in creation and grace to those who trust him. And then finally, stanza three, verses twelve through twenty. Praise God because he preserves Jerusalem and gives us his word. In Psalm one forty eight, we see that a covenant is a covenant. Verse one Praise ye the Lord, praise ye the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise ye him, all his angels, praise ye him all his host. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps, Fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind fulfilling His word. Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars. Beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl. Kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth. Both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven." He also exalteth the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise ye the Lord. Well, this psalm seems to tag along with Psalm 147 and is thus regarded to have been written after the return of the exiles around 535 B.C. along with Psalm 147. Verse 6 follows the Covenant to Israel theme when it says, He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. You can imagine the exuberance over the miracle of returning to their homeland after the exile. That's certainly something about which we would offer praise. Verse 7 is interesting. It says, Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons, and all deeps. According to the theological word book of the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for dragons there may be translated dragon, or sea monster, or serpent, or whale. If you'd like to see more information on God's covenants, as I mentioned earlier, the Abrahamic covenant or the Davidic covenant, the links are available on this page in the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today's reading. Psalm 149, sing unto the Lord a new song. Verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and a harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. This psalm certainly fits the motif for a post-exile psalm, especially when you view verses 7-9 through 9 in that context. A return to the land calls for some celebrating, I'd say, and what's celebrating without a timbrel and a harp, and maybe a little dancing also. We see God's people praising in this psalm until we get to a two-edged sword in their hand in verse 6. The remainder of the psalm deals with God's vengeance exercised at the hand of God's people. It's important to read Scripture in context. I'm sure you knew that. Verses 6-9 through nine here should be understood. That the vengeance spoken of is on behalf of Israel, who seeks to reclaim their independence and complete control over their own homeland. In that context, this psalm has prophetic implications. And then finally, Psalm 150, "...let everything that hath breath praise the Lord." Verse 1, "...praise ye the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary, praise Him in the firmament of His power." Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Well, just six verses in this psalm. And only one verb is actually used throughout, and that one verb is praise, used 13 times. And 12 times as a plural imperative. In other words, y'all praise, if you're from the South. Obviously, this psalm is all about, well, praise. Looking for an endorsement for loud music? Well, here you go. Psalm 150, verse 5, written to order for that cause, it says, praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. It sounds as though this psalmist, like a lot of other people, that he really liked his loud music.
0: This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Fayette Bible Church, Paul Walton.